Janie B. World, shout out to her. Shout out to, to Janie. If you guys are plugged into the podcast today, um, she took it over for Mindset Monday, crushed it. Collaborations, key. Um, Josh from Chattanooga, greeted you at the airport last year for the hike. Josh, dude, what's happening, man? Holy shit, I haven't, I haven't heard from you since the hike, man. It's like almost a year since. What's going on, man? Connect with me via DM, dude. I'd love to catch up with you. See what's happening. Uh, Janie obviously took over Mindset Monday. Give me a shout out right now. A couple, a uh, couple of hearts if you guys listen to Janie B World, Janie Brown on the on, on Mindset Monday today. She took it over. Uh, an absolute riot, which leads me to like the topic, which is, uh, yo, collaborations are key, man. I, I cannot tell you what collaborations have done for me in my in my career thus far. The amount of people that it put me in conversations with the amount of um, opportunities that he's opened, that it has opened up to me, the networks that it has extended me to, the amount of uh, pure engagement that it allows you to in the social space, obviously in the social arena. I want to ask you the question though, like for those of you who are entrepreneurs or for those of you who are looking to gain more attention in, in the social spaces so that you can use it for whatever purpose of light, obviously for positivity, um, who is it that you want to collaborate with? Right now, I would say an individual that I really want to collaborate with would be Tom Billyu, uh, Impact Theory Podcast. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys shout. Give me a shout out if you guys know who um, who Tom Billyu is. He was one of the guys who built um, Quest Nutrition, and then he's pivoted since off Quest Nutrition to build Impact Theory, which is. Um, his his mission is to build a company that pulls people out of the matrix. So what he means by that is to basically help people break through their limiting beliefs, which all goes back predicated to uh, to your mindset. So um, who is it that you guys want to collaborate with? Let's see who we got here, man. Travel Passport, welcome in. Casey Klein, just finished the Chicago Marathon. Shout out to you. Um, Let's see. Will, what up? Shout out, Will. Run the jewels. Hey, well done. I like that. Uh, who's the next person I want to collaborate? Tom, Tom Billyu. He would be in the mindset arena. I also want to start collaborating with more athletes. So, um, you know, the likes of like a Ray Lewis. I would love to dive into Ray Lewis's mindset to learn a little bit more of like how Ray Lewis emotionally reacts. Does he still have that? Um, that trigger in his mind to react predatorily like he did on the football field where he was vicious. Uh, does he have that in the context of business? How has he learned to siphon that and to transfer that energy into something new? Like what is that transformation looking like right now? How many of you would like to hear that conversation with Ray Lewis? Like I'd love to doubt to dive into what he's learned uh, about himself in the transformation of going from uh, athlete to entrepreneur to philanthropist to social activist like the guy's killing it right now um same with anquan bolding let's see brian helfrich shout out to you brian helfrich owner of summit coffee you guys can jump on over to summitcoffee.com check out some of the roast that he's got going on um let's see who else do we have in here who do you want to collaborate with Janie b world cardinal 
cardinal official, you would say someone in the reggae world, um, as you are sucking your teeth on the other side of this camera. So let me talk to you a little bit about why collaborations is key. And I'll, I'll use since Janie is in this context, um, since Janie's in this conversation right now, I'll use her as an example. So one night I was on an Instagram grind trying to find podcast guests, right? And you know, the explore page allows you to connect to people that Instagram says are likely to be of interest to you. So I'm scrolling through the explore page. I'm kind of taking some time trying to figure out, all right, who would be of interest? And obviously this attractive blonde comes up, right? Um, Got to be real, like Janie's not bad on the eyes, right? So I click it. I um, I, I start to dive into her content. I, I start scrolling through her profile. And all of a sudden, I start to notice content after content after um, value about mindset, about motivation, about um trans like kind of transferring your darkness into your greatest motivation and talking about performance and fear and um about being a conduit for life and like all of these words that were were in alignment with my core beliefs and my core values for life and so obviously i'm not really afraid in the social space like it's just a conversation so i i, I thought about it and this is a this is a legitimate life hack and a sideways thought for those of you who might use the social space to connect with other influencers to potentially if let's say maybe you're a, a fitness enthusiast and you're looking to build clientele or you're looking to connect with other fitness enthusiasts or you're you know a physical therapist and you're looking to try to get a job instead of going the linkedin route instead of going like the email route where most everyone is swimming downstream to try to connect with other individuals who can give them jobs or give them an opportunity. I recommend highly that you go the opposite direction. So this was the play that I gave to Janie. So I think one of the best, if I know myself and self-awareness is key, I think one of the best aspects that I have is the way that I show up for people and just the energy that I bring in conversation. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to allow that to transfer in the message that I send to Janie. So instead of writing a flat text in a DM, dude, I, I just went I just went Instagram video and I put together like five straight videos of me explaining what a Tuesday takeover would be to Janie. And I remember being like, she's probably not going to see this, but it's going to take me less time to film this video and I can actually be my authentic self. And within that time, I think probably 30, 45 minutes later, I got a shout back from Janie. And from that moment moving forward, we had a conversation on the telephone. From the telephone, we executed a great Tuesday takeover. From that Tuesday takeover, she got invited to Charlotte to put on what is Charlotte, what's going to be Charlotte's first ever yoga training uh, certificate program, where she'll be training uh, yoga enthusiasts and, and potential yoga uh, instructors to make their way from a Canadian-based company right now in methodology into the US and it's going to take its first roots here in Charlotte. So from that came a friendship, came a business opportunity, came a Mindset Monday content exposure to a, a, a lifelong friendship that will um, far and beyond exceed, exceed some of the other relationships that I have here in the Charlotte area. So a lot to say about the growth mindset, about connecting the dots in life, about 
taking risks and connecting with people and just being a fucking good human being, man, just caring about people and wanting people to win. Like I had a, a, a bit of an audience that was different than what Janie had and, and not better or worse, just different in a different space with a different demographic. And I allowed her to, to, to come into the playground and to, to swing on the swing set. Like it wasn't about, no, you can't play with my toys. It's like, Hey dude, I've got this great swing and it swings higher than some other swings, lower than some other swings. Why don't you come swing on this swing and see how that feels? And from that has come so many different opportunities. So what I wanted to talk about was who is it that you wanted that you would love to uh, collaborate with right now and think about it in uh, varying levels. I would recommend that you're pursuing influencers or impactful individuals in your life who are within reason. And here's why I say that. First thing I would recommend is when when you're wanting to reach out to someone that, um, that, that, that you want to collaborate with, you have to think for uh, with, with the end in mind, right? Think of it like this. When any influencer is plugged in to their DM and us as human beings, when we're reading things, we're inherently selfish. We're inherently trying to manipulate our environment um, through through the task of staying alive and survival. This is an evolutionary trait that, that goes back millions of years. So we're trying to sift and sort our life to make it predictable, right? So that we can figure out how to stay safe how to thrive and survive, okay? So every human being is going to think from the mindset of what's in it for me, period, plain and simple. When they're reading these DMs, what's in it for me? You've got to think from the mindset of the individual who is on the other side that you are reaching out to. What's in it for me, right? For a conversation that I would serve up to someone who could potentially take over Tuesday Takeover or take over my podcast, it would be from the mindset of, I know that you're in a social space. I know that it's important for you to continue to gain attention. And I know that you would like to spread your message and your mission to a new audience. I have that. Would you enjoy the opportunity to collaborate with me in that space? But I ask that without any expectation of a yes or of an opportunity to get inside of their audience. I'm not attached to any outcome to make sure that any uh, score is leveled. I want to make sure that I use my platform for the greater good of impacting others. So with that being said, the ask is is a, uh, it, it is not a binary ask. It is not yes or no. For me, the ask is how can I manipulate the ask to be actually more enticing for you? So if you don't want the podcast, if you're not interested in the podcast, well, what about taking over Takeover Tuesday? If you're not interested in Tuesday Takeover, what about if I just consulted with you and, and taught you a little bit about how to build a click funnel so that you can drive some of your attention into a email subscribe list and then take that email list, put it into Facebook, and then target an audience and create lookalike audiences so you can begin to to increase your digital marketing which will increase your exposure, increase your brand awareness, your brand recall lift, and so on and so forth. Now, I'm going in different directions now. Let me get to, um, hope that was a little bit of a value add for any of you guys that are grinding right now to connect and to collaborate. 
Let's see what we've got as far as uh, value adds inside of here. Feel free to ask me any questions that you guys have at the moment. Let me scroll back up through here. Love that. I need to go that route. Yeah, Lyle. Um, Lyle, if you're still in this, dude, I've got, I'd love to, I'd love for you to hit me with a couple of questions you have, because I can remember when I was at the spot when you, where you are, when I was a couple of months into my beginning, I would have loved to have the opportunity to, to get um, some, some feedback from someone who made a lot of fucking mistakes and had, uh, had a, a pathway that had been uh, proven and that I could learn from. Let's see, health is lifting, human connections over monetary gains. So true, man, so true. There can never, ever be a thirst inside of your voice um, attached to your energy when you're asking people or when you are adding value into someone's life. People, humans are the fucking most precise smellers of bullshit. And people can smell bullshit from a mile away. They can feel bullshit. They can sense it. They, oh man, it's palpable these days as quickly as you can turn it on, man. There's nothing worse than the used car salesman who comes up immediately, uh, trying to gather something from you. Um, I believe that that it, it, most of all in life, instead of a, a, a hunter, man, we must be gatherers. We must have the idea, the 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 fortitude, dude, the testicular fortitude, the guts, the gall, the gumption to plant these seeds and trust that even though the seeds are placed underneath the ground and the soil is covering these seeds, we must trust that if we continue to provide them with water nutrients, sunlight, that these seeds will continue to grow and at some point break through the surface and at some point continue to grow to where they will bear fruit. So there is so much trust that's involved between that point of actually planting the seed, right? Covering the seed and then trusting that all of the nurturing that you're giving to this aforementioned seed inside the ground that is covered, that you cannot see, cannot feel, cannot tr- uh, cannot touch. That is gro- it, that it is growing. That is it, that it is actually responding to the nutrition and the nutrients that you are providing for it. The same goes with relationships. It is the exact same concept. You cannot expect to drop a seed, drop an idea, drop a a, a connection into someone's life and never ever um, feed it with nutrients or to nurture it. And expect it to grow. That goes for business cultures. If you're a, if you're a, a boss uh, and and you have a team of people underneath you, um, if you're in a leadership position, you should always be a servant leader. The highest and, and most powerful form of leadership, in my opinion, is servant leadership, and that is where you are able to wipe the floors with the janitor and have the corporate conversations with uh, upper management and lead a team. So for me, it's about how much value can I add to every single human being in my corporation or in my team or in my life so that I can win by helping they, them win. That, is the, that to me is the, the, the most powerful leadership. Let me keep going through this. Jenny B. World, so glad you had the courage to reach out. Doors that are working, you have opened. Yeah, man. Um, all, all I did was was help you look in just a slightly different direction, Janie. It was like, you're Toronto, 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 all of Canada. Hey, what about Charlotte? And all of a sudden, Charlotte's responded to you with mad love, mad love. Who else do we have in here? Shout out to Pioneers of Insight, Farha, 
health is lifting. Yeah, Lyle Martin, I'm struggling with trying to do more for my audience. Okay, go deeper on that, Lyle. Let's talk about that for a second. When you say go deeper, do you mean going deeper on questions that they have? Do you mean going deeper inside of yourself to draw out more motivation and inspiration? Do you mean going deeper in the sense of creating more content? Do you mean going deeper um, in the sense of being on more platforms and, and diverse, diversifying yourself across more um, more verticals, so to speak, in the social in the social context? Like, what does that mean? Let me help uh, go a little bit deeper for you. If I would, if I could continue along that path, when it says going deeper for the audience, I think that testing uh, and and prompting your audience with questions is a great way for you to siphon out the topics that you may need to cre- create for um, your content. For instance, let me give you an example. So um, I, uh, let's say a couple of months ago, I was using Twitter questions as a really excellent opportunity for me to develop a list of general questions for my podcast. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to I wanted to test these questions on the social space and I wanted to see what would be the varying reactions of answers that I would get. Then I would take that data and I would look for, I would plot the uh, similarities and I would see, is this a question that actually a lot of people have a similar um, response to? If so, I can say that this deductive reasoning tells me that this is a common issue. If this is a common issue, then I can know from that point moving forward that if I ask this question and prompt this question in the podcast, that more of my listeners are interested. So if I can prompt questions, find the data that shows me the um, the, the, the median or like the, the most common answer, then I can see which questions need to be prompted, which uh, levels of conversation are interesting to my audience. Then I can start to create content um, pertinent to what, I, what it is I know that they're interested in. Does this make sense? So if you're talking about going deeper and finding more impactful content for your your audience, it comes from probing your audience, comes from engaging with your audience, comes from asking with them. In this live session right now, let me ask you guys, like, what is it you guys are struggling with? What do you want to learn more of? How can I help you increase your your um your repertoire when it comes to whatever it is that you do? Can I help you look at a problem that you need solving maybe just a little bit differently? Place the place your, your question, place your, your comment inside of this. Let me wrap on it for a second. Um, but yeah, moving forward, uh, I've been going in this last shift, this last little tinker that I've been working with the podcast as I'm trying to figure out how do I keep this thing interesting for me? It's it's been 155 episodes of the same model, this same Mindset Monday, the same Thursday interview. I need it to shift and change. I need it to feel a little bit different. I need it to evolve as I'm evolving, as I'm growing, right? And most of you need to, to follow that same model. We as human beings are adaptation machines. We are not meant to do the same thing time and time again for our entire lives. We thrive with our creative energy and we all have creative energy. It is uh, vastly important for you to um, tap into that creative energy and to explore and to test and to create and to recreate 
and to collaborate. So with that being said, here was my thought process when it comes to why I should use Takeover Tuesdays, why I should use Mindset Mondays as an opportunity to collaborate. The idea is if I find human beings who are within my overall umbrella of, of coverage when it comes to my demographic, the demographic of people that are in the Creating Space Tribe, you guys are people that are interested in personal development. They're interested in nutrition and health and wellness, interested in athletics maybe, interested in reading and expanding their growth, personal, professional development. Some entrepreneurs, highly motivated individuals, athletes, I should probably play within that arena. Now, with that being said, most of the people that are within that arena are looking for what? They're looking for exposure. They're looking for uh, connection. They're looking to expand, right? So if I allow them the opportunity to get in front of my network, I allow them the opportunity to A, expand their brand, and I allow my, um, my the attention that I have, you guys, my following, to get brand new experiences. So I don't have to be the one creating the content all the time. I can be one that allows someone else to get in, be creative on, on Tuesday Takeover, to access their creativity and executing a strategy for an entire showcase of an entire day. And that gives a brand new feel, almost like a television show, a reality TV show, to the Instagram live or story um, platforms. Same thing. Podcasts are, are um, they're, they're consumed in a very different way. People don't consume it like Instagram as, because Instagram obviously is a visual platform. People consume podcasts while they're moving with, head, with headphones in or inside of a car, inside of a vehicle. So that I have to target a very different type of individual. I'm looking for well-spoken. I'm looking for mindset coaches, for health coaches. I'm looking for, we're going to have a neuroscientist, Julia Hammer, who's coming onto the show in a couple of months. Um, I'm looking for peak performance um, connoisseurs, really, individuals who uh, are, are in this realm. I'm really close right now to uh, getting a podcast interview set up with, with Mel Robbins. Once that gets finalized, that's going to be a huge conversation that I would love to push into multiple different ways so that I can take that one conversation and pl place it in different areas inside of social media to allow that one conversation to live eternally, right? And think about that, man, because we can generate content, save the content, recreate the content, repurpose the content, and relive the content, resurface it for the new followers and the new attention that we get years or months or weeks down the road. Um, sorry, I just went into a complete uh, channel there trying to drop some insight. I see we got some questions here. Good stuff. Great insights. Keep on keeping on. Pioneers of Insight. Appreciate you. Casey G, welcome in. Sasha Gypsy, what's happening? Z uh, Zin Zindegi. Oof. I hope I pronounced that right. I hope I didn't murder that. Um, I love you do more than just exist. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do the most. That's for sure. Uh, collab with you for sure. Respect from Sydney, Australia, G10 fitness, hit me in a DM. If you want to, if you want to collaborate. Yeah. Lyle, I've been hunting Mel Robbins 
for a minute, son, dude. I've been blowing up her DMs. So if she slides in and uh, facilitates that, that would be huge. Um, yes, health is living. Yes, this is an Aaron McLeod piece. It's called uh, Don't Believe Your Eyes. So this is a play off of David and Goliath. Aaron McLeod, for those of you who don't know, she is the uh, starting goalkeeper for the Canadian women's national team who obviously won bronze in the Olympics a couple of, uh, a couple of years back. Aaron McLeod is also an artist. So anyways, this piece is called Don't Believe Your Eyes. So it's based off a quote that says, don't believe your eyes, all they see are limitations, right? So back to that fear concept. And essentially what this is, is this is David and Goliath play, right? This is David. He's He's got his, uh, what is that, a, a slingshot in his arm, right? And the idea is that to everyone else, and maybe even to David, there was, there was disbelief or doubt that he could defeat Goliath. Um, but essentially, we all know that story. Those of you who are Christians, I at one point in my life was raised Christian. So obviously familiar with the story of resiliency there with David. So don't believe your eyes. All they see is limitations is right back to the concept of it's all limiting beliefs, man. You are only going to go as far as you believe you can go. And that is the reality. That is a universal truth, man. If you cannot create an idea for yourself inside of your mind, you can't achieve it. If there is no destination, no wind is favorable. So let me let me walk, let me tread lightly because this makes a lot of people feel some type of way. But if you don't dream it, you cannot create it. And that is a truth. If you do not believe that you can get there, you won't. If you don't act in accordance with your morals, your value code, and with your desire for your future, if you don't continue to say yes to the opportunities that come in front of you, uh, that are in alignment with the truth that you are giving the universe. Now, the truth, my friends, in manifestation is what you make it. And that's a harsh truth for people to understand. When you begin to think from a level of scarcity, you only are going to attract more scarce opportunities in your life. You're going to react from fear. You're going to come from a place of, of hurt, of pain, of doubt, and of uh, scarcity. You're going to elicit fear, hurt, pain, scarcity, and others. The, the windows of opportunity are going to close. People do not react to fear. Fear causes implosion. Fear magnetizes other fear, which causes self-destruction. Love magnetizes love, which causes growth, which causes expansion, which causes um, light. So to, uh, to bring that back down to a more tangible, more tactile, more tasteful feel, um, it's massively important that every two to three months, you are writing your dreams, your aspirations for one year, three years, five years. You should consistently be changing the bar based upon your values, your ethical code, and your desires, depending upon where you are in that moment. Because where you are and what you believe is significantly based on where you're standing when you're choosing to look. And let me explain what that means. It is all about perspective. And what drove me when I began this platform no longer drives me anymore. 
as I have grown and gone through my own development and gone through my own growth as a human being and expansion, now my idea for my future is shifting again. And I need to hold myself accountable to write those things into existence, to speak them into existence, because I don't want to go where I used to want to go. I've got a new destination and my GPS has to reroute. All right. So went in another little channel there. Give me one more second. Let me go back through all of this here. Um, she's big. Is that Aaron McLeod? Yes, it is. What up, brother? Lead, innovate, create. Absolutely. Um, health is lifting. Super active in this. I appreciate Heath. Sorry. Heath is lifting. Appreciate you. Doing great, bro. Sending you the best vibes. You're going to make it. You're going to go so far, Sasha. I love you, man. So much love for you, for you guys, dude. I, I, I can't tell you how much words of affirmation can breathe life into people, man. You should do that more often. Davis, what's happening? Heath, Vanessa, listen, um, if there's any collaboration that you want to do with me, if there is a legitimate strategy that you would like to execute on, not, hey, can, can I have a shout out on IG or can you repost one of my reposts? I'm not interested in that. But if you have an idea that you want to that you want to begin to have a yes and uh, conversation where we just start to allow the idea to take life and we bounce it back and forth and then we turn that idea into execution and become practitioners, I'm fucking interested. I'm in. But if you just want to talk and you want to pontificate and you want to just sit in a conversation and 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 uh, wish and dream, um, I'm not interested. But I am interested in collaborating with anyone does not matter what your social following is like or what your idea for um, success or growth is. If it's interesting, if it's something that I can rap with and I can vibe with, hit me in the DM. Let's talk about it. Let's see what we can create. Um, and, and let's go from the space of how does this add value to them? Because that's all I'm interested in creating right now. Um, I want to hear you talk about the power of love. Jesus. Man, all right. My last one, Lizzie. Katie, welcome in. Katie Bivakwa, welcome in. Um, <laughs> she wants to hear me talk about the power of love. Okay, here's what I have to say about love. I'm fucking terrified of love, man. I have never been able to receive love and feel worthy of love. And I, as a human being, have been sabotaging of love. I've, I've had a sabotaging nature of self-love, of love from a community, love from my parents and my family, love in general. I believe that I am more comfortable and maybe more addicted to my own darkness and my own fear than I actually am of my own love and my own truth. Um, sometimes I feel that I'm still battling with being worthy, dude, like being enough, man. Sometimes I wonder... You know, will I ever be enough? Will I ever live up to expectations? So here's what I know about love. I know love is the opposite of fear, right? And I know that they both equally exist in their in their polars, like in their most extremes. They're both a very, very, very uncomfortable place for us to exist comfortably, okay? This may not be the truth for everyone. Some of you may have been raised in environments where love was free and love was flowing, Um and some of you may have been conditioned from your parents and have behavioral habits that are welcoming of love. I wasn't, I wasn't conditioned with that truth. Um, 
I had a great family and my mother and father loved me and they cared about me, but they were battling and continue to battle with their own limiting beliefs and words of affirmation aren't their strength. So me being a words of affirmation uh, lover in, in the sense of needing to receive words of affirmation, I had to figure out how to go through a process in my life of being my own generator of love, my own self-love, for me to look in my own mirror and like what I see. So here's what I can tell you about love. Um, I still don't understand it. I know it's powerful. I know it's the bond that connects all people. All, all It's the connective tissue of the entire universe. Uh, but I also know that ninety over 95% of this universe is dark matter. Um, dark, unknown matter. And I know that the only way to uh, drive out dark matter is to exist in light. So I believe that light is an illuminating, um, luminescent uh, entity that is necessary to life. Without light, without light, we have no life. And I know that in order for me to become my highest version, for you to become your highest version, that you must, you must, you 100% have to fall in love with the process of falling in love with yourself. That's it. Um, from the rest, everything else moves. From the rest, man, it's an inside-out job. From the rest, everything else moves. So what do I know about love? I know that love is something that I am uh, that I am f- leaning into, that I'm falling uh, towards, whereas before I sabotaged the sense of love and I moved towards fear and I, and I created drama. And uh, I, I, at that point, it consumed me so much that I became suicidal. What what can I tell you about love now that the more I lean into it, the more afraid I get, but the more brave and the more passionate and the more uh, fearless I act, the more love that fucking surrounds me, man. And I'm building a community right now that's got my fucking back. And that's all 11 of you. And uh, that's fucking huge, man, because there's a lot of people out there that don't want to see you win. They don't want to see you prosper. They don't want to see you doing any better than, than they are. So you need love to come from within. You need to generate that and stimulate that on your own. And that is a process, my friends. It doesn't happen overnight. And in order for it to happen, you got to keep diving deeper. And when you deep dive, you discover and you dig up nasty shit that you you dug away, that you buried. And when that shit comes up, when it comes up, it's recognizing that it's coming up and it's not turning it off. It's not running away from it. It's living in it. It's uh, it's coexisting with it. It's knowing that this too shall pass. And it's knowing that in the event that it's necessary, that you, in, in getting out of fear, it's falling into love. And sometimes we need other people to extend a hand and show us love for us to remember what love feels like in the, const- in the context of us battling with our own fears, with our own limiting beliefs. Um, so... That's where I'm at, man. I'm no different than where you guys are. I'm battling my own shit. I got my own wounds. Um, but at the same time, I'm just motivated to keep diving deeper because the more powerful I can become, the more pungent the message can be and the more lives we can save. The more lives we can shift, man. Like Saving a life is helping someone get out of a job that they hate and moving them into a job that they love. That's saving a fucking life, man. I was a pro athlete, but I was suicidal. 
at the proverbial top, but I hated it. Saving a life is just shifting someone's focus to a direction that they love instead of a, a direction that they fear. So that's the difference, man. I believe that love and fear coalesce. I believe that they're very close. I believe the line in between is very small. And I believe that it takes more bravery to fall into love and to live inside of love than it does to actually live inside of fear. Um, so whew, that was a lot. Love you guys. I got nothing left. Um, if there's anything I can do, if you want to collaborate, shoot me a uh, shoot me a DM. Let's wrap. I'm never I'm never gonna say no. I'm only gonna say what if, and we're gonna wrap till we get somewhere that makes sense. All right. Love you guys, man. 